It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the May 9th episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. I want to thank you for making me a part of your day. Thank you for so much for letting me come into your home, into your car, into your office, into your gym, wherever you're listening to Locked on Thunder, let me know, at G-E-E-H-S-O, that's at G-E-E-H-S-O, but I can't thank you enough for your support of this podcast, and today, hopefully we can deliver the goods, we try and do it every single day, but we're going to talk about a Western Conference Finals that is set by the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors, or with the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors, and unfortunately, For Oklahoma City Thunder fans, it's a stark reminder of what could have been with Oklahoma City and maybe the championship banners we could be hanging here. Plus, where should Chris Paul fit? When we talk about the NBA in Oklahoma City, just how much a part of the landscape does Chris Paul need to be? Should he be honored by the Oklahoma City Thunder because of the Hornets and how long they were here? How do we feel about that? Because he's a guy that's still popular with a lot of Oklahoma City Thunder fans. In segment two, the recruiting of Paul George continues for Sam Presti, but would it be the worst thing in the world for the Thunder just to push, push the button, go nuclear, and blow this thing up and start over? And would Oklahoma City Thunder fans be willing to put up with that if it was, say, a five-year rebuilding process? He gave you a championship in the end. Are you willing to go through it for five years? And then in segment number three, we wrap things up looking at the possible finals between Golden State and Cleveland. Plus, the 76ers pulled out a trick to beat the Celtics. And I'm kind of wondering if the Thunder could have done the same. So we'll discuss that today here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. I've been working for Locked on Thunder for a few months now. I also work for another publication called Thunder Digest. I did radio in Oklahoma City for a while. I'm a credentialed member of the media. And if you would like to see more video and hear more audio from members of the Oklahoma City Thunder and their coaching staff, then go to LockedOnThunder.com. And if you're a sports junkie, I encourage you to go to LockedOnSports.com and check out all our podcasts from all our local experts. It's local podcasts daily by local experts who are covering specific teams in specific cities. You won't get that anywhere else. It's LockedOnSports.com for every single sports junkie. We do have a Western Conference final set. We knew that was going to happen last night. The Rockets take care of business against the Utah Jazz. Sorry, Jazz fans. And real quick, I do want to say this. We want to get this out of the way. I'd like to thank the Jazz fans for being really classy with all the Locked On Thunder fans, and for me, over the past few weeks, y'all y'all have been great bunch. And I understand that the Jazz fans have taken their knots from other hosts around the country, but I don't feel that way. There was the guy that got into Russell Westbrook's face, or the two guys, but as far as I'm concerned, that's two out of a bunch. So if you are a Jazz fan and you're listening to Locked On Thunder, A, I'm glad to have you along, but B, 
I don't hold the actions of a couple against an entire fan base. Anyway, what we've got is James Harden and Kevin Durant who are going to be squaring off against each other in the Western Conference Finals. And it's one more bitter pill to swallow for Oklahoma City. Even James Harden said in a recent interview with GQ Magazine, he wondered how you could break the Oklahoma City Big Three up. How could you do that? There was so much potential there, and we all know it. But we can't have revisionist history when we talk about James Harden and Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook all staying together. What we need to have when we talk about these guys is a complete, honest, and blunt talk. And not a blunt talk that necessarily absolves Sam Presti of making the moves that he did or possibly not doing enough to keep Kevin Durant around. No, I don't think Sam Presti should be absolved in that. Everybody's got to own their mistakes, and I think Sam Presti is a guy who will own up to that. But if we are being frank about James Harden and Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, there is absolutely zero way, zero way, that these guys could have survived together. I I just don't see it. The personalities of two are too strong, and that being Harden and Westbrook. Both of these guys wanted to be faces of organizations. Both of these guys are not only good enough talent-wise to be faces of organizations, but they both have that personality. Now, Russ, you could say, well, wait a second, what are you talking about? Russ is prickly. Yes, but Russ takes after Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. Those guys were not the most loving, warm, caring guys. Kobe had that multi-million dollar smile. I mean, that's kind of one way Kobe got away with it, is Kobe could always smile and you're like, yeah, Kobe's a hard ass, but... All right, Kobe's got that smile. No, Russ definitely doesn't have that, but he's all alpha male. And it's not that you can't have more than one alpha male on a team, but there needs to be a dominant one. And when you are in a position that James Harden's in and you know you can be that dominant guy, you know you can run a team, you know you're that combo guard the way Russ is, and you can do a lot of the same things he can on the floor, and in your mind you might just be better than than he is at doing certain things. You might be better at being that focal point of a team and being able to lead them to a championship than you can't coexist. At some point, you have to split up. And the most that that those two could have existed together, being those two, James Harden and, and Russell Westbrook, would have been one more season. And certainly, I... Revision, now now this is total, this is total revisionist history. Yes, it would have been better had Presti held on to Harden when Russ got hurt in that Rocket series by Patrick Beverly. Of course, if James Harden was there, they may not even be playing the Rockets. But let's just say in a fantasy world, Russell Westbrook still gets hurt in the first round of the playoffs that year. 2013, what was it? 2012-2013. And he can't play. It would have been fantastic to have Harden back him up. And Harden really could have proved his worth in that series and gone out on the free agent market and been fine because he would have led the Thunder to possibly another shot at playing for the title against the Miami Heat. Throw Kevin Durant into this mix. Kevin Durant, of the three, the most subservient. And Kevin Durant was proving late in his career and has been proving now that he cannot function when someone rules with a complete and total iron fist. And and for whatever Draymond Green is, Green is as the Kevin Durant whisperer, which is what I've dubbed him now, Draymond 
doesn't rule Golden State with an iron fist. Yes, he is the enforcer. Yes, he is the guy that's going to text Kevin at 4 o'clock in the morning and get him out of his doldrums and get him to go play better the next night. But Draymond has to take a step back and Draymond has to concede to Kevin, has to concede to a guy like Steph Curry and only gets involved really when he's nudged to or really when he just absolutely has to get involved with that team. Russ is always involved. And Kevin and Russ weren't going to be able to coexist much longer either. And it just, unfortunately for the Thunder fans, unfortunately for Sam Presti, that team was not built to last. And if we're being completely honest with ourselves, we just knew that that was eventually going to be the case. If we look back on it now and look at how all three of these guys have developed, it was doomed. It was doomed from the beginning, and we're sort of lucky, and we're not, we're sort of, we are lucky that we got out of them what we did because it just wasn't built to be the dynasty that maybe we all thought it was. Now, take that, add to the mix Chris Paul playing in this finals, and he got a lot of Oklahoma City touch there because Paul, as Barry Trammell reminded me today, because I was not here for this, reminded me that Chris Paul was the first hero of Oklahoma City NBA basketball when the Hornets were here for a couple of years hanging out during the whole Hurricane Katrina disaster. How should Chris Paul be remembered? Well, Chris Paul can not in any way, shape, or form be held in the same light a guy like Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant or even James Harden can be held in an Oklahoma City because while he had the words Oklahoma City on his jersey or a little patch that said OKC, The Hornets were never really ours. They were on loan. Now, the Hornets got us to the Thunder. The the Hornets made Oklahoma City an NBA town. They gave gave you a passion for for NBA basketball, and it woke up David Stern, and David Stern went, okay, yeah, this could work here. This could work here. But because it was never Oklahoma City's team, I think Chris Paul, if we're like ranking the the heroes of Oklahoma City basketball, Clay Bennett being number one, because he brought the he brought the Thunder to Oklahoma City. Chris Paul's in the top ten, but I couldn't he's not Durant, Westbrook, or Harden. Those are your three guys. And do I have him? I probably have him ahead of Paul George now because Paul George may be a one year fix. I don't have him ahead of Steven Adams. I don't even have him ahead of Kendrick Perkins. And I know people like to bag on Perkins. But that's sort of where Chris Paul ranks. I mean, Perkins was the guy that came in and gave the Thunder that muscle they needed to get themselves to the championship. All that being said, the Hornets played no small part in helping Oklahoma City get an NBA franchise, contain an NBA franchise. What the hell was that? Get an NBA franchise. So for that... Chris Paul always deserves to be to have a little bit of thanks. And if you wanted to hang a banner honoring him at the peak, I wouldn't have a problem. But certainly, I wouldn't be hanging his jersey at the peak, nor would I be building any statues. This, wrap, this wraps up segment number one of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. with all my bumps and bruises here being as human as possible. And coming up in segment number two of the Locked On Thunder podcast... Would you be okay with blowing this franchise up and just starting over? That's coming up on Locked On Thunder, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, the recruitment of Paul George still goes on, or I'm assuming that it's going on. I'm assuming that Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, Andre Robertson, Sam Pratt. I'm assuming that some texts are being traded somewhere, legally or illegally. I don't even know what the complete rules are, but I would think that there would there would have to be some communication between Paul George and the Oklahoma City Thunder, or members of the Oklahoma City Thunder now, trying to feel each other out. And as much as I want to see Paul George come back to Oklahoma City, I kind of want to know what Sam Presti's plan B is. And here is Sam Presti talking about that plan B from his exit interview. Um, We have to wait to see what Paul does. I can sit here and tell you that to this point, the conversation we've had um, throughout the year, February, you know, March, April, um, has been transparent, truthful, honest, and um, and I I I believe in people, and I believe in um, you know letting the process play out before we make any any rash decisions. Um, I also think that you know us well enough, and um, you know we'll be prepared for everything. Um, you know, at the end of the day. You know, we'll be prepared for all the different directions that could potentially go. And as always with Sam, things aren't real clear. And, and and as we start to kind of peel back the curtain and break things down and look at where the Oklahoma City Thunder could go here over the next few months, Sam Presti is in the worst possible position of any team in the NBA. Because even with Paul George coming back and that core that we've discussed could come back either with or without Carmelo Anthony, that core still may not be good enough to beat the Golden State Warriors and the Thunder from a money standpoint may be only able to keep that team together for one more year. I think they're better equipped to compete with the Golden State Warriors than just about anybody in the West if everyone comes back. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it that it would be good enough because I got to see Golden State falter before I go down that road. So you keep it together one more year, then what? You may have to start all over. And for Thunder fans that want a championship so bad, it may not be any closer now than what it was back in 2012. And in 2012, as close as Oklahoma City was, we saw that there was a big distance between them and the Miami Heat in that series as Miami wins four games to one. So what do you do? Well, your only other option, if you're Sam Presti and you've just determined that you're not going to win a championship, is, is to blow it up. And by blowing it up, not only do you not only let Paul George go to the Lakers or wherever Paul George is going to be, but you also trade Russell Westbrook, you trade Steven Adams, You get whatever you can for them player-wise. You go on the cheap and you get yourself back into the lottery and you stay crummy for the next couple of years while drafting lottery picks in in hopes that you can build what you once had here in Oklahoma City. And quite frankly, like if you were to put truth serum 
in Sam Presti, I think he'd be much more comfortable doing that than he was taking the risk to get Paul George and taking the risk to get Carmelo Anthony here in Oklahoma City. When it comes to the fans, though, if that's the route the Thunder decide to go, because Oklahoma City Thunder fans are still very upset that there's not a championship here and Kevin Durant pulled the rug out from under him, are you willing to go four or five years of not making the playoffs if, and let's just, let's do this on a low estimate. Would you be willing as Thunder fans to set out the playoffs four or five years in an eight-year span? Say you had eight, so it's sort of eight years rebuilding, five of that not in the playoffs. Eight years you got a championship. I think if you, if you could guarantee most Thunder fans that they'd be down. I would be down with that too because it'd be a lot easier to swallow than watching your team be good but just not good enough. All those those teams that are not good enough, and Jazz fans will tell you this, a lot of those Carmelo and John Stockton's teams were fun to watch. A lot of those Portland Trail Blazers teams that didn't do it were fun to watch. But can you live with that, or are we such a winner's town here in Oklahoma City that that just won't satisfy your palate? Tweet me at G-E-E-H-S-O and let me know. I'm erring on the side that it won't satisfy your palate. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Eric G, your host. And coming up in segment number three, why I won't be watching the finals if this happens. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast. It's May 9th, 2018. I thank you so much for uh, checking us out today. I want I keep wanting to say tuning us in, but you're not. You're uh, downloading us on the internet, so thank you very much for uh, downloading that. And hey, rate us. You know, give, us a, give us a good rating on, on iTunes. I would appreciate that as well. Also, check out Locked On Sports and LockedOnThunder.com. I won't be watching the finals if it's Golden State and Cleveland again. If that's ultimately the finals we get, I kind of feel like I've been there, done that. And maybe, look, maybe, okay, for the job, for doing the podcast every day, I will invest. I will invest in these games. I will watch. I will do my research. I I think the problem that I have with watching these finals is, one, I don't want to see Kevin Durant win another championship. It was painful enough to watch him win one last year. I don't want to see him win another one this year. I just cannot be happy for the dude. I can't. And every time I want to say there's nothing wrong with what Kevin Durant did, and I guess morally there's not, I just get angry about the fact that he's in Golden State and he's doing it with someone else. So that's problem number one. Number two, if LeBron James wins, it it gets old and tired to hear people say, well, he's not as good as Michael. And... We'll watch. Hopefully there's some interesting storylines developed. I would think if if LeBron James wins a championship with this particular group of Cavs, then he's proven all he ever needs to prove in basketball. And I'd say if he does it, 
if he does win it with this group, it'll be the most satisfying championship that he's ever won because it truly will be because of him. Because he and Kevin Love, only consistent things on the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. And finally, I don't know if you saw this. I uh, perused this on ESPN, but the Philadelphia 76ers brought in a mentalist. A mentalist. You don't know what a mentalist is? Well, he's a guy that does magic tricks. He's a guy that will... He's a guy that does magic tricks. He's a guy that'll do some stuff with hypnosis. And it helped relax the 76ers. And as a result, they go out and beat the Celtics. They survive. They're getting to play at least one more game in that series. Can you imagine Russell Westbrook dealing with a hip with, with a guy that's going to hypnotize him? Yeah, I'm thinking about that for a second. And I, ju- I just don't see that working out what, whatsoever. It'd be funny to be a fly on the wall and hear all that go down, but I don't see... I can see Russell, especially if the guy starts doing the whole you're getting sleepy bit, or he pulls out the old pocket watch like old hypnotist used to do, like the the Mad Hatter and Batman tries to do some crap like that. I can see Russell either punching the guy in the face or breaking his pocket watch. It's the only two ways that will go down. Carmelo would be cool with it. Maybe Paul George. Russell Westbrook, not so much. And Steven Adams... I don't think you can hypnotize Steven Adams. I think he just, I think he's immune to all things like, like any new age medicine, Steven Adams, he's immune to. That wraps up this episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. We will be back tomorrow. Be sure to check out back episodes at LockedOnThunder.com and also check out our friends at all the other Locked on podcast series at LockedOnSports.com. Until tomorrow, ELE, everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.